Go on then. What are we watching? Oh, what about... Uh... In the... Uh, with Sky Stream. The new way to get Sky without a dish. Stream unmissable Sky exclusives like True Detective and Netflix shows like The Gentleman all in one place. For just €25 a month for 12 months. Search Sky Stream today. New customers only. 12-month minimum term. Requires broadband. Further terms apply. At the Irish Independent, we don't just report the news. We tell the stories written all over Ireland. After all, each struggle, triumph, high and low, leaves a mark that lasts. Irish Independent. Written all over Ireland. This is an Irish Independent Podcast. I have kind of gone down a slightly different path in that I went into university working on something. The kind of the title computer science and business would suggest a lot of synergies with the work that I do outside of university. But in reality, they don't complement each other too well at all. Generally, what happens is you sacrifice all of your free time. So like a big thing for me is I don't think I've had a proper college experience. Friends is one thing and I've, I've tried to make more of an effort to connect with them because there was a period where I was very aloof from them and it affects you as well as them because that contact and it's something that I've realized through what we do. Connection is incredibly important. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler, in association with Square. Square can help with your business needs from online ordering and menu management to payments. Visit square.com for more. Now, how do you run a successful startup while studying in college? And what happens when you try to pitch a Collison when you're doing so? My guest today is a young entrepreneur who just won Trinity College's Launchpad competition with his startup, FamWorld formerly known as Hebe Adventures. It's self-described as the Airbnb of student travel. Robert Davitt, co-founder, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. What is FamWorld, the company formerly known as Hebe Adventures? We're a digital marketplace that connects young people that are eager to explore the world with host families. Mm. Um, so anyone at the moment, we've got 1500 host families in Ireland um, and we have welcomed in students from over seven countries um, and three continents mm. into Ireland. Um, and in the next year, um, year and a half, we hope to begin scaling our host family network outside of Ireland. Mm. Now, I've heard it described as the Airbnb of student accommodation, but let's just clarify what it's not. It's not um, something that's involved with the wider student accommodation crisis, right? Yeah, yeah. We focus exclusively um, on, and, and it's more than accommodation, we focus exclusively on experiences for people under the age of 18. So mm. um, when you're under 18, you'll travel either during um, your academic year or during your school holidays. Um, and we facilitate both of them. But we don't deal with any over 18 accommodation or experiences. So we don't deal with things like um, university accommodation. OK, where did the idea come from? My my mom initially, we began as a host family ourselves um, and she realized that there was some real problems with the industry. Um, they were kind of born from um, 
it, it's a very antiquated industry where you have two agencies that operate between your um, host family and your parent. Um, and they cause a lot of problems. Um, so she started out, we started out as a host family and then she realized she could provide a much better service as a coordinator. So one of those agencies. Um, and then as time went on, she the big unlock for her was if you focus on the experience um, your customer base will grow very quickly. Mm -hmm. So all she did was focused on providing an incredible customer experience and she started to grow her business that way. So this is your mom's company. <laughs> well, th that was the initial, um, that was initially what was yeah. there. And then what happened was um, a couple of years after she had started, myself, um, Rohan Pereira, Raymal and my mom realized that there was a... Raymal is Rohan's dad. Yes. And just read your <laughs> note, I interviewed Raymal like 20 years ago, you know, when <laughs> in the first wave of tech. So now I'm introducing the business partner, co-founder of his son, Rohan. Yes, yes. So continue. And um, so the four of us realized there was a much bigger opportunity um, where we could connect the two parties directly. Um, and if we focused on the experience um, and removed those middlemen, we could build an incredibly big company mm. um, that that allowed host families to earn much more um, and have way better experiences and that allowed students to have phenomenal experiences and pay less for those experiences as well. Okay, so and 1,500 families are host homes at the moment. Is yeah, that... roughly. Okay. Um, do you have to develop a thick skin when you're starting a company? I mean, what age are you, 21? 21, yeah. 21. So, and sorry, what are you studying? Computer science and business. Computer science and business. So do you have to get used to hearing the word no a lot? <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, it, I. when, when you um, put yourself out there, you... At the moment, um, for me, the default is a no. So you expect a no, and if it's a yes, brilliant. But I, I think um, that's just how it is when you're starting out. Failure is kind of part of it. Being told no over and over again is part of it. And you just have to, to keep on going, focus on your mission um, and what you're set out to do. And hopefully we'll get there. I saw you at an event in Trinity where you're studying a few weeks back. And Patrick Collison, Stripe co-founder, who I've interviewed a couple of times, uh, was there. He was doing a talk, quite an obscure talk, actually, about economics. Mm. Uh, it was economic um, growth and the history of economic growth, I think. I saw you go up to him and try and pitch him. Yeah, I, <laughs> I knew he was going to be in college that day. Um, my initial plan was to go to him after the talk. I didn't really want to ambush him, but it just happened that I was walking past him. So I decided to go up and tell him about what I was doing. Um, but my big goal was to go um, to arrange to talk to him after hmm. the the event because I didn't want to ambush him. And I think he was already running slightly late. Um, hmm. So after the event, he kind of disappeared behind a curtain which I tried to follow, but I couldn't um, because of security. But I eventually figured out um, where he was going to be leaving the building. But unfortunately, um, when I'd gotten there, I was kind of told to go away by the security because he was mm. in a rush to the airport. They must have been scary. You're quite a big guy. <laughs> no, they, these guys, 
definitely weren't afraid. These were pretty big American American uh, oh, security yeah. guards. Okay. Yeah. And so, because sometimes as a journalist, when you're trying to interview somebody famous, you try and get in the car with them. Sometimes <laughs> you don't muscle your way in, but you you suggest it. Mm. That occurred to you? Yes. What <laughs> when I was told that he um, when I was told that he had to run to the airport, my kind of default thought was I'll go to the airport with them. Um, but when he came out, he said that that wasn't really possible and he had to run. Um, but that was, um, I was fully expecting to, to hop in the car with them. Yeah. Okay. So do you think you'll hear from him? Are you going to try and follow up there? I have. Um, he's He's been, he's responded and he's an incredibly busy person. Um, and I'll continue to reach out to him because he's a, a huge, um, you know, trailblazer. He's kind of shown that Irish founders can perform on the biggest stage. Mm. Um, he's kind of the light that I feel everyone else is following. Um, so he's a huge um, idol and I'll definitely uh, continue reaching out to him and trying to get in touch with him. What about wider ambitions that you might have um, when we talk about young entrepreneurs and founders these days, you read a lot about organizations like Y Combinator in the States, for example. Have you ever thought about giving that a shot? Yeah, we we have um, applied for that multiple times and have been told no. Um, <laughs> okay. And we've been told no by so many people. Um, and the big thing that we've done every single time we've been told no is we've gotten back to what really matters for us. And that's um, building an in incredible experience for our customers um, and growing our customer base. Mm. So in between each rejection of Y Combinator, for example, we've gone back to them every, every single time and said, we have more customers that love us now. Um, our revenues have grown. Um, and that's all we'll continue to do. Whether they accept us or don't accept mm. us um, isn't the most important thing for us because for us, as long as we're growing our customer base and those customers have incredible experiences, we're doing the right thing. Now, with computer science and business in Trinity or similar courses in other universities, it almost seems that there's, if not an expectation, there is a thought that you might you know, create a startup or create a company while you're doing it. Um, is that the way it is these days when you're studying those topics? Is it common to create a startup? Um, I I ha have kind of gone down a slightly different path in that I went into university working on something. Mm. Um, and my experience would be slightly different in that in in university, and I, I definitely value it a lot more than I kind of did going into it and in first year. Um, but the the kind of the title computer science and business would suggest a lot of synergies um, with the work that I do outside of university. Um, but in reality, um, they don't complement each other too well at all. Um, like f in university, we'll focus on in computer science much more basic concepts. Um, uh, whereas, uh, and and concepts that are relevant to the broader study of computer science, but really aren't relevant to me, mm -hmm. um, and that works vice versa. Then the the kind of the languages and the um, different ideas that I'm learning about within our company and our code that I'm building um, are completely different to what we learn in university. So there isn't great. Uh, 
they, they are, there's not a huge correlation between the work that I do within my course and within. So then this this is a real old person question. <laughs> so how do you divide up your time? How do you choose what to prioritize? Mm, it's really hard. Um, and I've, I'm, I'm trying to see if Trinity can bend it all to help student entrepreneurs because it, it's really challenging. Generally, what happens is you sacrifice all of your free time. So like a big thing for me is I don't think I've had a proper college experience. Mm. It, it It's really divided between for, let's say, last Christmas to summer of second year, that the second term of last year. Um, I spent maybe 90% of the year focused exclusively on my startup. And then the two weeks before our exams, I had to park everything and figure out how I was going to achieve ideally a 1-1 in, in my exams. How did you do? I, I hit the target. Wow. But it was it took a lot of a lot of long days in the library. Wow. Well, congratulations. Um, and when you make that decision to devote that time to the startup and then subsequently to, to your exams, you say most of your free time, that has all kinds of consequences, I'm sure. So, you know, sport, hobbies, dating. Mm. Yeah, you you have to give up a lot of it and you have to be disciplined as well. So like I, I've stopped playing uh, Gaelic football, which was a huge passion of mine. Um, but I still try to keep active. So I'll I'll try to go to the gym every morning um, just to do something. Um, and you, you do give up uh, relationships as well. So um, friends is one thing. And I've, I've tried to make more of an effort to connect with them because there was a period where I was very aloof from them. Um, and it affects you as well as them and um, because that contact and it's something that I've realized through what we do and um, connection is incredibly important. So it's something that, that I've tried to emphasize more. And um, but it is it is very difficult when you only have a certain amount of hours in a day. So how does that make you feel about, say, pursuing the company in mm. years to come, knowing that that's what it's like now? And I'm sure you're ambitious for the company to grow, to maybe go outside Ireland to go Definitely. around the world. Um, is that a life that you're signing up for then for the next few years? Yeah, I, I was talking to a friend about this the other day. I actually, I went to uh, San Francisco over the summer um, and I was lucky enough to meet Owen McCabe. Yes, um, it was an, <laughs> I, I planned it really well. So it ended up being an eight hour round trip to talk to him for about half an hour. Um, but his big, the, the big thing that he mentioned was um, it, it was basically to be to be conscious of what you're giving up um, and, and kind of, you know, step out of the forest and look at the trees and make sure you're aware of what you're giving up as well as what you're pursuing. Um, and ultimately, ultimately, I think at the moment, um, I'm happy and I, I love what I do. Um, and I don't think I'd like things any other way. So that's ultimately where I land. And maybe in hindsight, in, you know, 20 years, I could say, geez, I wish I took advantage of my uh, college years. But at the moment, I really love what I do and I'm happy. So I think that's enough. It probably is enough, <laughs> I have to say. Um, what's next for Farmworld? 
Um, this this coming year, our goal is to grow um, and to really focus in on the experience. So that's the experience um, is kind of the product and the processes that make the trips happen. Um, and if we can grow and nail that experience in Ireland, um, we're going to begin expanding our host family network internationally. Okay. Well, listen, the very best to look. Uh, Thank you. Robert Davitt, um, co-founder of FamWorld, formerly known as <laughs> Hebe Adventures. And that's all we have time for um, today. Thank you very much for listening or for watching. Thanks to Conan Doherty, who was on video, to Gav Hennessy on sound, Tabitha Monaghan, who produced. And I'm Adrian Weckler. You've been uh, listening to The Big Tech Show in association with Square. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Go on then. What are we watching? Oh, what about... Uh... In the... Uh, with Sky Stream. The new way to get Sky without a dish. Stream unmissable Sky exclusives like True Detective and Netflix shows like The Gentleman all in one place for just €25 a month for 12 months. Search Sky Stream today. New customers only. 12-month minimum term requires broadband. Further terms apply.